So I'm searching for startups, testing them and looking at them, and I try to pick the right startups for Balois Insurance Group, and this is the reason why I prepared this presentation on how to pick the right insurtech startup. Why is this important? This is important because if I and Balois are picking the wrong startups to work with, then we don't improve our business, we get caught by the tiger, and uh, we waste our time and money, and my boss won't be happy with me and my team. So, I choose this picture because we have to choose wisely, because in my organization we can only pick one startup after another, and I have to think wisely about which part startup I should pick next. Okay, so how do we pick the right startups to work with or to invest with? I have two messages for you, a good one and a bad one. The good message is there are a lot of startups out there. There are over 1,000 startups around on the world and they are well documented in lists and databases from venture capitalists, on blogs, on newsletters. There are over 1,000 of them. That's a good message. The bad message is, well, at the first look, they all are the same. If you are not into the weeds, you can't distinguish them from another, and that's very diffi difficult to find the right startups to start working with them and collaborate. So, after I have some experience for two years, I uh, developed a framework, and I will share with you the framework how to pick the right startup to work with, and at the end you will see a picture of the framework, and uh, you, you, uh, you will be able to work on your own on the framework and make the right pick if you want to. So basically, these are three picks. With only three picks, you increase your chances to pick the right startups. The first pick is you have to find true insurtech startups because there are always a lot of startups around that don't work well. Some are fakes and some don't fit to your business. So you have to find the true startups. I will show you in the next slides how you identify them. The second pick are startups uh, you should uh, pick in alignment with your strategy because as an insurance company we have a vision how our company will look like in the future and this should be your guideline to make the right pick for the startups. And the third pick is uh, you should uh, see that the pick, the startups you work with have a good operational fit because every insurance company has its unique set of uh, activities along the value chain and these uh, operations improve your business results and uh, uh, create good key performance indicators. So on the operational level, you should take a startup that improves your business results so your boss will be happy with you. So these are an overview of the three picks. And now let's do the first pick. How do we pick a true insurtech startup? Well, true insurtech startups have three main characteristics. Let me go through it. The first characteristic is they are working inside the insurance value chain. So it's a core insurance business. That's what I'm interested in and that's what my company is interested in. Let me do an example. A startup that's helping you working on claims, that's core insurance business, that's good. A startup that is improving 
payment benefits for, for human resources, that's not really um, core insurance business, so that wouldn't be a, a good pick for, for our company if we regard insurtech startups. The second characteristic, the startups should work on tech-based solutions. So they bring some technology into our company that we could work together. Let me do an example. Uh, identifying fraud in claims based on an, an artificial intelligence platform, that's a good technological-based solution. That would be interesting for us. Um, sending out detectives to identify fraud in claims, that's not tech-based, tech so that, that's not a good fit for us. So, and the third characteristic, true and true tech startups are in a startup mode. Well, in simple words, they are a baby company and they need outside funding. They are not able to uh, run the operations with their own money. They need to find a product that the customer is willing to pay for and um, um, they, they have to be profitable. And of course, most insurtech startups are still very baby stage and they are not profitable. So these are the three characteristics on true insurtech startups. And if you take a list of insurtechs and you ask them some questions, you will quickly identify who falls into this category or not. I brought to you two simple examples. So here's IBM. IBM is on the insurance value chain, yes. They have tech-based solution, of course, but they're a multi-billion dollar company. They're no baby anymore. So they wouldn't be a startup, of course. So the second example is Clark. Clark is a German uh, digital broker. So they sell insurance on the internet. So they are insurance value chain based, yes. They are tech-based solutions, yes, it's over the internet. In addition, they uh, have some robo-advisory inside and they need funding from outside. So they have several deals with their investors and now they are profitable and grown up, but they are still a startup right now. So this is the first pick for you. If you have your list, now you have some, some sub parts of your list uh, identified as true insurtech startups. Let's do the second pick. What's next? Well, it's about strategy and uh, this is the thing I told you about how will my company look like in the future and what's the guideline for, for uh, picking startups. So let us divide the remaining startups into two groups. The first group are improvers. Well, improvers are startups that enhance the existing industry structure. They take the insurance industry as it is, as most of us know it since for decades, and apply technology on top of it. They take technology sometimes from other industries like finance or e-commerce and bring it to us as an insurer and we both build new products and new processes on what we have already inside our company. So one example here is Casco. Casco is a startup we worked with together. I work personally with Nick, the founder and CEOs over there. Hi Nick. So and Balois was able in the collaboration with Casco to implement a watch insurance in only a few days. So that's very uncommon. It was around two years ago. So in one or two weeks, this is very, very fast. And we, I think we even launched it before our uh, CEO know it. So that's very fast. We got improved. 
So the second group are inventors. Inventors think differently. Inventors take the principles of insurance, re-evaluate them, and come to different co conclusions. They reinvent the insurance business. This is a very interesting and uh, a group with high potential for us old insurance thinkers. I brought to you the example of Flock. We are also working with Flock. Flock offers drone insurance. The interesting thing is drone insurance from Flock is pay as you fly. You can make it on your app. If you want to fly now, you pay now. And it's pay as you fly. You don't need a long-term contract. Um, it's on demand. You can pay it right now for one or two hours or one or two days and it's location specific. So if you are flying your drone for photography in a city, it may be more expensive than flying it at home in my town. It's a very small town that's not so dangerous. So these are the two groups. You should check for the strategic fit. So now the list gets smaller. So what, what else? If you want to, you can do a third pick. The third pick you should take a look at if it fits your operations because every insurance company has an existing value chain, an existing configuration of their operational activities, and that's unique for every company, and that's what drives your business results. So, let me get back to improvers. Improvers take the industry as it is and apply technology on top of it. You can divide them into three types. The first types are mediators, like the digital insurance broker Clark. They sell insurance as an agent, as a broker, or an MGA. So that's the most common thing, and most uh, insurance companies started with mediators in, in the topic of insurtech or in the topic of digitalization. The second type of improvers are enablers. Enablers, like Casco, enable us as an insurer to digitize, to get into the internet very fast, very quick, to a reasonable price. So this is an example of Casco, and the third type of improvers is uh, are full stack carriers. So a full stack carrier is a new insurance company with every activity of, of a big insurance company. So they offer full stack, that means they acquire the customer, they make policy, they make claim, and they make also customer management. They do everything we do, only faster and 100% digital. So I made here one logo from Balois, German digital insurer. It's our baby insurer. It's called Friday. And the guy thought every company should be such cool and so funny that it should, like we get Friday, we are happy for the weekend. And that's the reason why they call themselves Friday, because it's fun to work with them as an uh, employee. Uh, sorry, as a policyholder. There we go. Okay, these are the three types of improvers. What about the inventors? Well, the inventors, as we remember, they reevaluate insurance and come to different conclusions. The inventors are divided into two groups, two types, sorry. So the first type are startups like Flock, the drone insurance example, that go into new markets. What's a new market? Well, definitely it's a thing that we as an old insurer don't work on. Drones taking picture from drones um, and stuff like that. The drone market is a new market and that's where Flock is going into. 
There are also very big other new markets like the gig economy, for example, Uber drivers. This is a new market and they are definitely searching for insurance solutions. And a third example for a new market are, um, is a sharing economy, also very, very big around the world. For example, uh, renting your home via Airbnb, that's a sharing market. And of course, if I'm renting my home out to, to people I don't know, I want to be covered with good insurance. So this is also a very big multi-billion dollar insurance market. And there are a lot of startups that go after this new market. And we as an incumbent insurance company try to follow them or collaborate with these startups. Okay, and the second type inside of Inventors are startups that work on a new business model. For me personally, that's the most interesting kind, but also the most hard to, do, to understand because we as uh, traditional insurance people, we know our business and uh, these startups think differently. They make new business models. They think in different ways. They have different products and different activities. One example is Leica. Leica is a startup that offers a simple and normal bike insurance so for the customer, it's very simple, but what happens inside of Leica is very interesting. They don't have underwriting profits and they have no more conflict of interest in case of claims. So it's kind of complicated, but you can check out Leica. That's a very interesting business model. And in this type, there is the most disruption. And in this type, there will be much more startups. It's very, still very early but uh, they are thinking completely different from the way how we are thinking. So, let's put it together, the three picks. I show you here the template. If you want to, you can take pictures and I think we will share the slides later on. This is a template you can use to pick the right InsurTech startup to collaborate or to invest in. On the left side, you can see the picks, one, two, three, and on the right side, it's a diagram or a hierarchy, so you can put your list of, maybe you start with 60 startups, put it in the first pick, and then you identify based on the three characters, are these true insurtech startups for me? So the list gets a little bit shorter. Then do the second pick, you can divide them into improvers and inventors, that's a strategic fit. So if your company wants to digitize what you have, then you should go to improvers. Inventors do news, new things, new products. So you have to decide if you go improvers or inventors. If you have can, enough people to work on, you can make two teams. You can go simultaneously. But if you start, I, I would choose one, one topic, one group. Okay, then the third pick, it's uh, about the, what type of InsurTech will you work with, which one will you start working on your value chain with your operational activities. So the, the simplest thing is working with mediators, with digital brokers. You learn a lot of, with them. And we also at Balois started working with digital brokers and then go ahead. So I, I jumped quickly into this topic, but it's very complicated. I would suggest you start from the left side, go to the right, and then um, Everything is good, and your boss and your investors will be happy. So this is the template you can apply for yourself. If you have improvements, you can talk later on to me. I would be very happy.
And yes, this is why I chose this picture because you can only have one decision at one time and only work with one startup at a time. So take a look at the startups you have, make your pick, one, two, three, and maybe you involve your innovation team and show your innovation team this template. So because it's not only about the startup, of course it has also something to do with the team you have in your insurance company. They have to apply it, they have to talk about it, and they have to learn about it. And maybe they adjust a little bit the, the template, which is perfectly fine. And if you have some questions, you can come to me later on. And of course I would be happy if you visit my blog at karlheinzpassler.com and there you can sign up for the newsletter and I'll send you the, the slides. So, thank you.